Yo, check this out. So, brother number one, Pete Rock, you checking out Producers Podcast with my man Crazy Drazy with DOS Effects, baby. Hey, yo, 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 what's good, y'all? It's your man Crazy to the Drazy Diggity DOS Effects with the Producers Podcast. And on today's episode, listen, this brother right here, I mean, he's this. It's an honor for me to get this brother on the show. He's done over, to, as far as I counted, 60 remixes, okay? He's worked <laughs> with someone. He's worked with some. I don't know how he's still awake. He, this man is so busy. It took me a week to do the research on this brother. And I know him, okay? But listen, he's worked with some of the biggest artists in the world. I'm talking Kanye West, Nas, Run DMC, and oh yeah, by the way, he even did this. Hip hop, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Perfects, and we came to rip shit. Rip hey, yo, shit. give it up for my man, my Jamaican brother, Pete to the rock. Yeah. Peace, peace. What up, Pete? What's, what's going on, Dre's? What's going on? Ain't, ain't nothing, man. It's a pleasure having you on the show. You know what I'm saying? No Word doubt. Up. Hey, yo, Pete. It. Hey, yo, Pete, yes. first of all, you know, we both come from Jamaican backgrounds. Of course. Of you course. know, my I was born in Jamaica. My pops yeah, yeah, yeah. my whole, you know what I mean? So of all course. I got to do is, why, where I going with? Where I going with? Why I'm staying? Why I'm start? Everything. That's as most as I'm going to give you, because right about That's now, yeah, I, by, by this time of my life, I'm like a born Jamaican. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm mixed, with, uh, I'm mixed with a little Jamaican, too. You already know. You already know. And yo, I got to start out by saying congratulations on being inducted into the to the um to the museum, the gala, the whole thing in DC. I just saw you Thank down you. there. So Thank you, bro. congratulations on that. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, you know how was that for you? That was that man. That was just like an honor, bro. You know, what yeah. I'm saying I'm, I was like humble. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Enjoyed the whole night. You know, and seeing you guys and seeing nice and smooth and kick Capri and mm-hmm. and um. You know, uh, Kaz and and uh, Kumo D, everything, everybody that got honored, man, it was, it was an honor to be amongst them. You know, I, I could I consider you one of these rare dudes, Pete. Like, you a triple threat. You you produce, you DJ, and then you over here trying to take my job, bro. No, I'm not. No, you rock, you rock, bro. No, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? With the rapping, it's just like the when I make beats, it's like. Sometimes the beats make me want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but not everybody could pull it off. You understand what I'm saying? You got mm-hmm. a little bit of it's a, I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo, that's, no. that's in all of us, bro. Like, you know, the island boys got some things going on. We got some things in the bloodstream. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so I just I, I always wanted to say that to you, like mm-hmm. you got bars. Yes, sir. And it's not even that you got bars, you got delivery. Thank you, you know bro. What I'm saying? And I can Thank tell you, yeah, Pete, you a real student of the game. I make you know? beats because, you know, I, I, the way I want to hear rappers rapping over my beats, I'm like, yo, you got to ride that, bro. Mm. You got to ride that. So, Pete, listen, let's take it from the beginning real quick because, I mean, us in the industry, we know Pete Rock, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of people outside the industry, they're familiar with Pete Rock because who don't know Pete Rock and CL Smooth, you understand what I'm saying? But right. let me just take it back from the beginning with you. So you was born in the BX and then you moved mm-hmm. to Mount Vernon? Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. okay. 
Okay. And, and have it? have two, everybody from the Bronx, you know, and we right. moved to Mount Vernon. And um and you know, kind of just kind of made our bones in the town. Okay. And and for you people know. don't know, you're heavy D's cousin. Right. Yeah, since yes. man, we go way back, bro. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It's okay. Like little, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And uh man, it, it, it was an honor just to be in his presence, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. once he made it, he took everybody with him. So mm. Mm. you got to respect a man like that. And have had that whole Jamaican influence thing going on too. Big time. You know we, we All we did was listen to reggae all day, every day. Frankie Paul, Coco T, mm. you know, Sugar mm. Not. All them, everyone, every everybody. Eka Mouse, keep it in, keep Eka, it in Eka the Eka family. E yeah, man, yeah, man. Eka yeah, Mouse, Brigadier Jerry, Josie Wales, right. right. you name it. Right, he, he was right. on it. He was on it. So, right. How are you related? Is he, his pops your pops? How was that connection? Moms, every the, oh. um, you know, moms and my moms and his moms oh, are related. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So during my years of knowing you and doing my research, so I know he was. Him and Eddie F are just like real instrumental in bringing you along, right? Mm -hmm. can, you, can you tell us a little bit about how, how especially Heavy, because I know he might at one point took you on the road when you were younger. Yeah, I was on the road with them, basically. And uh, mm -hmm. I was the record guy carrying the crates and helping and, you know, with all the equipment and moving stuff and then hanging out with the homies, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Having fun at the mm -hmm. same time, enjoying the shows that Hev was doing and, for like 20 plus people every night, 20,000 plus people every night. Mm. So, you know, it, it's just a part of the history of, of who I am, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Hev was the one who actually pitched me to be on the radio with Molly Maul, you know what I'm saying? And from that, I was like, just learning and just like a sponge, just taking in everything that I've seen and, and, and where I've been and what I've learned and what I've done. And just kind of said, yeah, I think this is what I want to do in, 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 in life. And, and so I pursued it, you know what I'm saying? And with the help of Heavy D, you know. How old are you? How old are you when you're on the road with him like that? I was like 14, 13. Okay. Yeah, Damn. same. Okay, okay. So when you're on the road with him, what album is that? What, living large, living, living large, large and big time album, you know, uh, okay. And a little bit of peaceful journey too. Okay. Okay. So, so once you guys come off the road, uh, he just introduced you to Molly. No, no, no. This was before I have six real success. Ah, okay. Living large was at, was out at the time when, when I had the, the, um, the Molly, um, situation. You know what I'm saying? Okay. WBLS. So, right. Yeah. And then, you know, as time progressed, you know, I, I was going on tour with him, you know, and I was with Salt and Pepper, Keith Sweat, um, Johnny Kemp, rest in peace, um, Guy, you know, um, it was, it, and that's where I kind of learned a lot. And you were OG, OG. You've seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, you're not even beats yet. You're in, in your own. Yeah, I was making beats, but not like known. I wasn't okay. known yet. I was okay. a DJ. I was a DJ, though, getting my name, you know, known in New York as, mm -hmm. as the youngest DJ in, in New York on the air. Mm -hmm. Rocking with Molly Maul. 
And before Pete, before you, because we got we, we we parallel a lot of ways. Um, your pops was a DJ. Yeah. Right. And yeah. my pops used to buy a lot of records. You know so what I mean? Mine. So did mine. Right. And, and my mm -hmm. pops is the one that introduced me to hip hop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I know yeah. he was kind of instrumental. Let me talk to me about your pops like that. Well, how instrumental was my, he? My pops was like, he played cricket. He was like a cricket champ, got trophies and all that. And mm -hmm. had a club in the Bronx called Wembley that he used to DJ at. But he bought records from Jamaica. Like he was collecting records then. You know what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Mm -hmm. And going straight to the distributors like Joe Gibbs and all of them and going to grab it fresh off the plant and all that mm -hmm. and came with records to the Bronx. And then mm -hmm. as his collection grew, you know, my interest grew, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. um, he he was pretty proud of me once he seen my progression and 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 my my, my, my ambition on what I want to do with, with music and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one time, when Reminisce came out, he was looking at the cover. He just kept staring at the cover, but he ain't see me on the side, you know, coming down the stairs in the basement. I guess he didn't hear me. Okay. And I was just watching, I was just watching him like, wow. Mm. He, he, looked, he looked proud, you know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. <laughs> so, you, yeah. And you, you know, know that, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, you know, with him, a lot of my, my ambition came from what he showed me. Mm. I heard you tell a story one time that you were stacking up his records. Yeah. And he came home and saw you with the records. Then he was like, let me show you how to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, he's like, this is not how you take care of a record. And he's just telling me how I should hold the record and put it in the jet, put it back in the jacket. He even told me like, you know, when you want to play a record, put the jacket on with the record. Like, you know, you have to have the jacket under the 45 yeah. and put the whole join on and play boom so pete you said you're coming down the stairs and you see your pops checking out the album cover yeah and yeah. he's looking like he's proud of or he, he's in disbelief or he's he's like wow like you know mm. and i'm looking at him like you know with a little with a tad of emotion like yeah mm. uh, you know what i'm saying letting him know like you know you thought i was hustling or doing some some bad things in the street but i was mm. i was going to the rooftop union square i was doing all that stuff at mm. a young age coming in the crib three, four in the morning. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. But all for hip hop though. You know mm. what I'm saying? And he thought I was hustling. It's funny. So Pete, Pete, take me from now you're doing all this when and you're, you know, you're doing your DJ thing. So when do you transition and how do you transition into making these beats? Um, working with Heavy D on mm -hmm. his albums and doing co-production at first with the big time album and then, you know, graduating from that to production like actually producing a song by myself you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and yeah no 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 i, I didn't want to jump over big time because i know there's a nugget there can if you don't mind sharing you're doing mm -hmm. a little singing on big time who me who me, me? Mm -hmm. uh, can we maybe say, a little bit maybe a little it, bit i think i hear a young pete rock doing girls that girls that love me is that yeah. you yeah that's me that's me on there, <laughs> bugging out, having fun like we do in, in, in from the neighborhood, jokey type wow. dudes. That's how we grew up, cracking and being funny and laughing. And, and so we was in the studio bugging out. And when I did it, everybody started laughing, and but have wanted to keep it. Wow. And I was like, hell no, don't keep that. You know, I was first, I was scared. For sure. And I was like, all right, fuck it. It's all in fun. Wow. 
That's big though. That's big because I thought it was have first of all. All, yeah. All, all yeah, a lot of people thought it was have. So you just always didn't. You just kept that on the low. You didn't want people to know that was you. Mm, no, I mean if you knew it was me, big deal. It's like okay. it is what it is. I, at first, for me personally, I it kind of just wore off after I seen his direction. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And mm. then after the record was done and mixed, and I was just like, okay, I'm with this. This is a dope. This is a fun song. Yeah. Okay. So take me to, and I'm just leading you here, but you 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 are getting your. I don't know want to say tutelage, but from Eddie F because he was the beat guy. He know? was the music guy in, right. for Heavy D and the okay. DJ. And okay. so he was the first one that I knew with equipment that okay. I could play with. You know what I'm saying? Because, okay. you know, Heaven's my cousin. So I was always at Eddie F house mm. and, you know, playing with his or DJing or practicing or playing with his drum machine, you know, okay. which, was the, which was the SP-12. And he was basically, you know, just saying this is how you set up making a beat and once i learned that mm, it was off and running that's it mm, mm. and you then know, I, picked up some, I picked up some little tricks and trades from other people on the way but okay yeah. so the sp12 you said yeah the sp1200 that's what i'm about to say but the SP, yeah the sp12 was first i played with that and um, then he had the 1200 which was like the graduation from the 12 because the 12 you had to have a separate hard drive but with the 1200 it was already a disk drive in, in, inside built in uh, uh you had to yeah. save when you got your first joint yourself you saved up your money and you know no nah, blah, blah, nah, blah. I, just, nah. I just got it from eddie up i just oh yeah, uh, you got he his let me, he let me hold it uh, uh, <laughs> i ain't never give it back Okay, so now, boom, you're on the way, and I just want to jump in. So you meet CL along the way, right? In high school. Okay. What are y'all walking down the hallway, bumping into each other? Well, how does that, that go? Like, nah, that was just a, through a friend of mine, my man Kenny. You okay. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Kenny, who introduced me to him in, in school. And that's how that happened. It wasn't like walking down the hall, I see him, <laughs> see me, yo, what up, what up, oh, my name is, nah, it was my man, say, yo, my name, my dude. I want you to meet him, you know how to rap, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. And that's how we met. And then he said, you know how to do beats? Because he's putting y'all together for what? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's got like, you. I make beats and, and uh -huh. I'm DJing. They, are, they already know what I do from the neighborhood because I was okay. DJing in the neighborhood too with Eddie F and then by myself. You know okay, saying? okay, okay. And then you form the group. Let me ask you real quick. So you form the group, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Why is it Pete Rock? And CL Smooth. Why? Why? Why is your name first? It just happened like I, that. I, I didn't say put my name first. Uh, I, I was don't just know. A, uh, it just ended up that way, and that's uh, and that's it. I, I ain't, nobody thought nothing of it. I didn't. I didn't give a fuck if his name was first yeah. and mine was last. Uh, Either way, it still would have been the dope music. A dope music. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always thought like, well, I wonder why Pete Rock's name is first as the DJ. And I know, like, you know, like guys like Grandmaster Flash. And the Furious Five, you know what I'm saying? So well, I know you. I don't OG. think it's wrong for the DJ's name to be first, because especially if he if he's a producer, correct, and I'm he's backing his man, why not let it mm -hmm. let, let the DJ and the producer be in front? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. but CL is the front man, so yeah, for people, sure. People knew that I ain't the front man, for sure, for sure. So you get with CL, right? When do you guys start taking it serious 
because you, you, you he comes over or something, he hears your beats, and then you guys are just rocking. Yeah, yeah, like you know, he came up, he came to the basement, and I started playing some of the music that I was making, and we just start vibing, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. music is medicine, man. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, you know, what I'm saying, and I had to start getting the hang of doing it, you know, at the time, and so we was just being scientific and working it out. And that's how it happened. Like, you did, know. Did, did Heavy hear your, your early stuff when you're working with CL like that? Of course that? he did. Of Got course. you. He Got heard you. every single thing I ever did. You know what mm. I'm everything. What was it like working? And then, hold on. And then, and then what, what made y'all want to go in the direction now of getting a deal? How did y'all go about that? It was just, a, it, was, it was in the, it was in the pot of soup, bro. You know what mm. I'm saying? The ingredients, mm. you know, you know, have taken us under his wing. Uh-huh. And saying, yo, look, I got these dudes that, that are dope. And we went shopping around until we found, you know, Electra, who's, you know, we, we was signed by um Max Roach's son, Ra- Raul Roach. Okay. And who okay. was working at, at Electra. And and he signed us off of our, our basement demos. You know, what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know we, you and I were um, label mates at Electra. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of yeah, course of I course. Know. Of well, course you know, I know. The, the world don't know. Yeah, yeah. The world might not know. Oh, yeah, so, right. What'd you play for them that got you out of deal? What'd y'all play for them? Our basement stuff. We was the doing basement stuff. Joint, yeah, just the basement records that we thought were dope to us. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They liked it. Mm-hmm. They, li- they liked it. Yeah, and, and I know, so you guys come out with All Sold Out, which is the EP, right? Yeah. The EP. And Those on- were some of the demos that we were making. Uh-huh. That's on the EP. Okay. Okay. Did, you know, Pete, when you're doing when you're doing all sold out, are you are you digging like through your pops record collection, or are you digging yeah. you got your oh, so you're going through your pop stuff? Yeah, and doing uh-huh. a little bit bit of outside digging too. Mm. And and your drums, you know, your drums, you know, for these dr- crazy drums. How do you develop that? By the time you did all sold out, where would you get your flair I mean, from? From that's from just like cool hurt days, bro. You okay. Know, cutting and listening to the to the DJs like Flash and DST and Charlie Chase and all them guys cutting them breakbeats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you listen to a bunch of breakbeats. When you go digging, you find stuff that you didn't know existed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never heard Cool Herc and them use this, or mm-hmm. you know. And then, but some of the drum breaks I was using was from those times. Yeah. And this is '91 when you yeah. guys come out with all at, so you guys came out before us cause we're in 92 and I got to yeah. tell you, Pete, um, the creator mm-hmm. is incredible, bro. Thank incredible. you, bro. Man, yeah. that's the get up joint. If people don't know that joint, they got to go listen to the creator. I think it's probably for me, the dopest joint on the album and you're the one rhyming on it. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? That's crazy. That was crazy. Cause that was like, that was grand Puba's fault. <laughs> oh yeah tell him. me why, why is that well i mean he made me rap you know what i'm saying like you know not on some you know but he was just like you know i, I guess he had a lot he took a liking to my voice or whatever mm. and um you know uh he said yo i got this rap, rap. i want you to i want you to i want you to rap on, I want you, I wrote you this rhyme. And then I started learning it, learning it, learning it, learning it, learning it, and then ended up doing it. Grand Puba? Like, 
Yeah. Oh, Grant what? Hoover wrote The Creator. He wrote it, yes. What? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, I was young. I was my first, you know Whoa. what I'm saying? He wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, bro. You delivered, bro. Yeah, good looking. Yeah, you delivered, because I'm good like, looking. whoever this dude is, he should step from behind that damn turntable. But, 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 <laughs> but it's all a part of hip-hop. That's how I see it. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like if, if, if you make beats and you DJ and you rap, that's what hip-hop is, man, with, with graffiti and breakdancing. That's what hip-hop is. Yeah, I feel you. But not a lot of us, Pete, could pull off. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yo, if you ever heard me on a turntable, you'd kick me out the studio. <laughs> you understand nah, what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you probably, which from what everyone you've been around, bro, come on, man. No, you know I, I, I picked Including me. Right, right, <laughs> right. So listen, so so All Sold Out comes out and it does well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and for, then. For, you know, for, 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 yeah, it was like, it was like, yo, who's these cats? You know what I'm saying? Everybody was just like, yo, who's who's these dudes? Yeah, I know I was. I know I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. trust me. And because y'all came with a new sound, you understand? Mm-hmm. So, and then, so you jumped right back in the studio or never stopped when you come with Mecca and the Soul Brothers? Yeah, yeah. We After the EP, we just start working on the, the, the album. Once we got the deal and was signed, you know, we, we got hype and just said, yo, let's just put our foot in it. You know what I'm saying? And we did the EP then started working on the album. Everything was so much fun to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, Family mm. orientated, everybody hanging out in the studio. and It was fun. You know, that's the album's called like one of the greatest albums. I, I'm sure you know this. It's called it's it's been called one of the greatest albums of all time. You Appreciate know what I'm saying? It, bro. And Appreciate it's not even me. I, it's not even me. I'm I'm falling in line like, yo, yeah, they're right. That is one of the best. Because it came. Mm. Pete, you know, when it, when that came out, it was a different sound. You know what I'm saying? You had, who were you, who were you influenced by, beat-wise? Um, it starts with James Brown, bro. You know okay. what I'm saying? It all mm-hmm. starts with James Brown. Like, I was in, I was, like, in awe of his, of his music and his talent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I was always listening to his music. And it does something to you. And then you just, you, you, it's almost like, it, it it's repetitive in your whole soul mm. and and it, that never leaves your body until you until now like i'm you know mm. and i'm i'm up there you know what mm. i'm saying so so i know and i know you met james as a little kid yeah right? i was seven years old when i met james brown and i think you know in the handshake when he touched me turned me into something that's you, i've heard you say that's the night you turned into pete rock yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. For real. He gave you the superpower. For real. He gave it to me. Damn. So, so you guys come, bro, and you drop mm-hmm. this freaking album, Mecca and the Soul, bro. Excuse mm-hmm. me, 92. And the lead single is the obvious uh, Reminisce, yeah. bro. Yes. Troy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Troy. Tell yes. me about finding that sample, bro. Tell me well, about. I'm going to tell you about my man first. He was my boy. Let's go there. Trouble, Trouble, Trouble T. Roy, Troy Dixon. Mm-hmm. 89 hillside you know mm. what i'm saying and um yeah he was like the greatest and he was he meant a lot to us we all loved him in the community he was a good guy and had the accident with have and devastated the whole mount vernon mm-hmm. and so in honor of him uh god you know gave me the strength to do that one for him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. man 
telling you, man, it's just thinking about everybody and listening to that song. It's a little creepy. Yeah, that is a moment in hip hop that we, I remember where I was and everybody, you know. You know, those, losing, we lost a lot of people, bro. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know uh, Trouble T-Roy, you know, it was a freak accident. And, um, you know, if you don't know, just Google it and go look it up. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that it's a freak accident. So, you know, so you yeah. were inspired. So Reminisce obviously came out of uh, that. Yes. And how how long after he passed did you make that record? Was it? Um, probably like, damn, maybe a year after, if mm. I'm if I'm mistaken, or two. I'm not mm. I'm not sure, but mm. it was something that we all had to sit with grieving, and we all had to get over and uh, our emotions over this, mm. and then somehow I found just. You know, when I listened to that record, it did it, it, it made me cry, actually. When I when I listened to the whole thing, mm. and I'm like, mm, that was deep. And I was like, let me play with it. And then once I started playing with it, I was just like, yeah. You know, it was crazy. It was hard making the beat. It was hard mm. making the beat. Like I, I made the beat, but I'm saying hard emotionally. Like you know, it was hard emotionally, but I, I got through it. Yeah. and that's a tom scott sample yeah 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 for those who don't know i always love hearing the original like mm -hmm. oh yeah I, I wouldn't have the patience to be a producer because i can't l play a whole record i think that's what's special about producers you you gotta you gotta love it and be in it and the record don't have the sample until you know two minutes in or you know well you know what what people don't realize is with the djing aspect you got to treat that with is with as much respect as the producing because if it wasn't for djing i don't know if i'd be able to produce the way i do mm. with what i learned from djing mm. you understand mm. and then once you start getting the hang of producing then all the ideas start to you know, in your head, as far as like, I, I may be speaking in tongue to you when it comes to this type of thing, because it's like, it's something that you just got to understand what goes on with us, like in our heads and stuff. You know, mm. like we, we just go ahead. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. No, I've heard you say you're you're almost having a war in your head. Is that true? You know, like with, with not a horns? war, mm -hmm. not a war, but just like. I'm saying like the ideas, once you, once you having fun with what you're doing, you know, things happen, magic, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, ideas pop up. Oh, I could use this with this. I could put this sound in there and make it, you know, that type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. that, that producers do some music shit, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I believe it's a superpower that I have, I, I, you know, I, well, it was given to me. I know you a superhero uh, kind of guy because I follow you on IG and you are mm -hmm. Mr. Comic Book Man. Of if course. I ever, yeah, if I want to know what's going on in the comic book world, I always go to you like, yo, okay. Yeah, because there's a yep. new one. There's a new one coming out now that you posted with The Rock. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. oh, Black Adam. Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you I, put I, me that on. was a teaser, but you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the real trailer. For real, for I, real. I, I, you know, I, I used to love like, well, Batman is my favorite DC character. Okay. Of all, and uh, on the DC 
level. And then, you know, Black Adam was someone that I that I liked also. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You know, all the ones that Superman, but they were all secondary to me mm -hmm. behind Batman. Really? Why yeah, Batman? Batman? Batman is a street cat, man. He don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> and then he's rich. He got chicks. And he be busting niggas' asses. And that's yeah. That. Yeah, and he live on, and he live, he out the way too. I'll yeah. put you on that. But, but, but he has training. He has no superpowers. He got a lot of dope gadgets. Right. That's all you, that's all you really need. And you can't front on that whip. Nope. <laughs> and, that, and that Batmobile is You can't crazy. front on that whip. <laughs> that whip is nuts. That nigga pull yes. up in the Batmobile like, oh, okay. Exactly, bro. <laughs> nah, but you know, I grew up a Marvel person. I'm, yeah. I'm a Hulk. I'm, Hulk is my favorite character of all over everybody. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So listen, Pete, take it back. So unfortunately, Troy passes away. Do you and CL make a conscious decision like, yo, let's make a song, you know, to dedicated to him? Yeah, well, CL had lyrics without a beat. That, that, that's the part that people probably wouldn't believe. It's like this dude had the, the lyrics written down. They were they were only slightly a little different, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And then when he got the beat, he made it what it was he did some changes and made it what it is now and then it's over you and then when he came to me with the idea he was like yo check this out he's like look look he came with the idea he's like yo troy right troy right then he's like t-r-o-y they reminisce over you crazy he came up with that title mm. and i was like oh mm. i just kept saying oh my God, yo, and then that mad, that crazy beat. I said, mm. and then once, once we we mixed the song, because Charlie Brown from Leaders of the New School was there. Oh yeah, when I was mixing the record. Okay, and we was after when the mix down, we was listening to it, and everybody started crying. Mm. Everybody's tears and mm. then wet faces, bro. And I have left the room. I was just like, Shh. you know, I lost my man. It was crazy. Mm. I said, I got on my knees. I cried. Mm. I, this record is crazy. I, it haunted me for a little bit. I couldn't listen to it for a while. Really? Yeah. Pete, Pete being that you such a nice MC, did you ever want to spit on that? Not on that. Nah? That CO was just too perfect on that. Nah, it's things that I won't even touch, bro. I'm only gonna touch what I want to touch. You know? For sure. And what, and I'm serious, bro. Like you are one of the better, I don't even want to call you an MC, DJ, DJ, MC. I think you you know how to put and where to put words together. How do you make the decision on what call to Call me hip-hop. Call me hip-hop like Harris okay. One. Got you. Yeah. Like the blast master, you feel me? Mm -hmm. But nah, but um like it's the elements that's important. Like I mentioned, DJing. You know, I learned a lot from that. A lot of tricks to the trade from beat juggling to, you know, precision and timing and all that stuff. That all, those are all ingredients for beat making. Mm -hmm. So if you just think you're gonna wake up today and just jump into beat making Forget about without, it. The, not, without the knowledge and the, Forget and the, about it. of DJing, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, it, it don't tend to, it may not tend to last mm -hmm. for that person. You know, because that's how important it is. I mean, you know, people may have their other different opinions on it, but I'm telling you from experience.
Hey, who picked that as the first single? Was that the label or you guys uh, brought it to them? I don't even remember, bro. I think mm. it was probably the label was loving okay. it so much. They was okay. like, they were they were jumping out of their seats when they heard that. Oh yeah. That, that yeah, and I think that's what it was. Bob Cries now at the time was um the, the um president of a, of a, of Electra. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, he he I remember he was he was he gave me a whole new deal after that. Yeah, right. I bet. Yeah. I bet. And then you come with um straighten it out as the second single. Right, which we know is talking about like bootlegging and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But tell me about what 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 songs came first when you're making this album? You know, like did did oh, rep, you don't remember the process of what I, was? I remember making up. I remember making a bunch of beasts being happy, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> and just being like, all right, yo, use this. All right, let's use this, this, this. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just making beats, bro. Like, and then. And then, you know, when the songs are done and, and we figure it out, we just kind of put, you know, do the, uh, what you call, cat, you know, how you categorize your songs and what's yeah. going to go first, all the way to, we had like 18 joints and um, we chopped off records and we, and then we just started, you know, um, you know, kind of getting it, mm -hmm. kind of getting, uh, getting the album intact for Mecca and then main ingredient. We did main ingredient and um, the debate. All right. Uh, wait, no, wait. no, no, no. Come on. The debate what? The debate between Mecca and the main ingredient album was like, all right, people started saying like, yo, this, the main ingredient is, is, is more mature. Like he, he leveled up, you know? And I felt like to me, in my opinion, hip hop wise, mm -hmm. Mecca and the soul brother does it for me, for me. Mm, mm, mm. for me too for me too for me too yeah 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 that was and i think that's because you guys were still young and it was you know once you start getting in the game and you learn shit and you see shit you lose shit you, because you're gaining shit you know what see i'm saying what Mech, see, see what mech and the soul brother i wasn't big on like on hip-hop r&b for us like i wasn't big on it like i was just on some uh, hip-hop brand i just want to do funky you know i just you know what i'm saying and then with main ingredient you know the label was like mm. yo we need a radio friendly john oh. da, 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 blah 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 <laughs> and so i started learning how to do those kind of records mm. right then and there when we started doing main ingredient and mm. listening to a lot of teddy riley records and a whole bunch of r&b joints and so, mm. you know just take a little hip-hop drum and play r&b on it <laughs> you know what i'm saying that was the yeah. label's influence. Okay, I got you. I got you. But before you even did um, main ingredient, you were doing. You, you guys were on like soundtracks, like uh, Menace of Society. There was a there was yeah. a quick in between. But before you even go into that, you get. I don't know. You get the call to do Just Amend the remix. How did yeah. that go? Okay, yeah, because I was the remix game was getting hot. Right. And so, uh, the label was like. Come on, Pete. We need the remixes. Everybody was coming at me for remixes. So when they said y'all, I was like, ooh. So then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yeah, because I was, you know, I was a fan. Number mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Y'all first album, crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I said, all right, bet. Let me let me do the Justin Men joint. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? 
and ended up doing that. And that was crazy. I did that one quick too. Like, I did you? I, yeah, I did that one quick. That's when I really had the hang of making beats. And I was like, and I, you know, had some knowledge of jazz records and some some things I was using. And I was like, oh, this will sound nice with this. Well, let me try it. Do this to sound nice. And then boom, 10, 15 minutes, the beat is done. And I'm flying to the studio to, to do it and saying, hoping that y'all niggas like this shit. Did we? Did we like it? We loved you know it. We loved it. We loved that record. I was, like, I, I, was like, I was like, yo, this shit, this shit is funky. I was like, I hope they love this, man. I love this, man. You know what I'm saying? I was going right. crazy. Right. And then when, when I got the word, I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And then, then y'all came at me again with hip hop for the hip hop. You already know. And I'm and I'm 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 to this day kicking myself like, why didn't we do an original? Why didn't we fucking park outside know, your right? crib? I know. I, well, you I, you you must have been busy, Pete. I was. I was. I was. But but I I I, I used to say that to myself like, damn, we gotta do a joint joint. You know what I'm like, saying? why didn't we? And yeah, don't blame me if, if you ever. I was young me. and I was just loving the fact that my name was getting known doing right. this. You know right, right. But what got you? What was your first remix record, Pete? That got you? You mm. know? Oh, probably Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill, oh. rub you the right right way. Okay, yeah. I was gonna. Okay, the R and B remix, the R and B hip hop remix. This is what got me doing. That's what it was, you know. Got your name what, ringing. Eddie F used to do those 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 kind of records, and we he got. The, I was down with a production company called Untouchables that Eddie F formed, and so they were doing that type of stuff, and I was down with that, and I would just add my little, you know, shit in there, mm. and that's you know, produce you know, remix by Eddie F and the Untouchables, Pete Rock, and it said our names on it, and then. Mm-hmm. Featuring CL Smooth, and that's how that started with the hip hop R and B stuff. Because okay. Hev was actually doing it after Big Time album. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And then, so you was with the Untouchables, and then that's how it. Because at one time, Pete, you already know you're the go-to guy. You know what I'm saying? You're the yeah, go-to. I was, a, I was the go-to yeah. man. Yeah, back then, back then yeah. I, I admit, yes. Yeah, I, that's yeah. That was the thing. Did you get guy. did you get burnt out at any point? Like, cause Pete, I have I, a lot of shit that you've done, bro. Were mm-hmm. you ever? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sometimes you get tired, man. You know, and then you you dealing with all them kind of personalities. And brother used to act one way, don't act the same, and you going through jealousy, envy, street shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, mm. you 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 be like, man, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm, <laughs> and mm. uh, yeah, and some that's I had I had a moment like that. Mm-hmm. I I, all that. I know, all I know is when I heard the Justin Man remix, P, I was in the conference room and they're playing joints. I'm like, nah, that's not it. They play another one, a remix. I'm like, oh, that's definitely not it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah! You wasn't the only one that submitted stuff. They, they, wow. you know, they had put the word out, yo, because you know that was the thing. Remi- so I was competing original- against people not even knowing it. P, you was competing, bro, and you smashed them because as soon as the first thing came, I was like, "Wait a minute, what is that?" Okay, sat up. Mm. Mm. That, mm. Right? 
I'm like, what the mm-hmm. hell is that? What, what sample is that? I know it's a while ago. To the hip, hip, the hop, you don't stop. Nah, oh, we so talking about that. Now that Are we one. talking about Just the Men? We yes, talking about Just Men? yeah, yeah. What sample are you talking about? The, the, uh, oh, you mean the horn? Yes. Oh, that horn. You know, I can't reveal something, but <laughs> that, man, listen, that, that's some good, that's a, that's a, that's a good jazz horn. Ah, that, was, ah. that horn. Oh, see, all right, when I was making that, right, mm-hmm. I had the bass line already and the drums, right? And you mm-hmm. know, when you're looking for something else, I just had this record sitting right there. And it was just like, let me just see if I could find a horn or something. And then I found more than a horn. You know what I'm saying? So I was like playing with that and sampling little other little things, a little little sound there. And when y'all rhyming, there's a sample going. That's the main loop. You know what I'm saying? And then I mm-hmm. put the horn in. And then when I put the horn in, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I listened to that beat for like three hours straight before. Yo, it was crazy. Oh, I, was I came home listening to that shit. And then after I did it, I was like, Incredible, right? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, both I, I said are... people. I don't think people gonna understand what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, both the remixes you did for us, Pete, changed our lives, man. I know it changed your life, but it totally, it yeah, it totally, it yeah. They that I, real hip hop and just a man, forget about it. My excitement, I think, helped in making those remixes dope, bro. Because mm. I was, I was like, that's a fact. That oh. I gotta prove something. Everything's like I'm in the, getting in the ring. I gotta fight somebody and knock them out, bro. Mm. That's how and, I felt, bro. And you know what made me um, super hype when I heard your vocals on the ad lib? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy to me. I'm like, oh shit, yes. and he's on yeah. the fuck, he's on the fucking ad lib. Yes, on the ad lib. This is gone. This is gone. Like yo. People was asking for it a lot. They was like, yo, do the Atlas, kid, do the Atlas. And then mm. sometimes I'd be like, I would like to always do things sporadically, not keep doing it, keep doing it. And then people get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just do something here and there. But it was a signature thing for me. So I was jumping on a lot of records doing that. Then I stopped for a little while. Mm. Mm. Speaking of signature things, I noticed you start a lot of your records with another record in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, well, you, I did, I did. Nowadays, what I'm doing now recently, I've just let the beat come on, but, but mm-hmm. or I'll have like a, like an intro and then the beat comes on. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. I used to have the interlude thing. It would be either before the beat and after the beat or both or mm. on some records or, you know, like that. Mm, mm. Who, who, who that was just you like you know what let me let me not jump it and me, give me it all having, away me having fun i ain't get that from nowhere i just kind of just said let me do it let me try mm, something and you know yeah. what i noticed too a lot is you sample a lot which yeah. we did too a yeah. biz yeah. you sample yeah, a lot yeah. of biz oh yeah yeah scratching scratching and sampling biz mark that's my man man mm. that was my man he used to come to the crib man we used in the basement i got this tape of us a to B side where I'm throwing on beats and he's just rapping to everything. And I'm cutting and scratching, playing the drum machine. I'm, I can't wait to find this cassette. Yo, Pete, which one do you like better? Just a man remix or real hip hop remix? I always want to ask you that. Wow. <laughs> That's a hard one. Is it? That's a hard one. It's hard. I like. Mm. Come on, give me one. I like them both, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lean on real hip hop. I lean on real hip hop. 
Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I think I, yeah. Because people don't don't if you're listening to Justin Man the beat, it's it's a good beat, but people won't get it as much as they get real hip hop, what y'all saying on it. You know what I'm saying? The name of the song and then the excitement in the beat. The all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so you like real hip hop better. Hmm. A little okay. bit. Yeah. I, I think it's more it jumps out a little more. Yeah. Jumps out a little more. And then you was you was cutting, you was cutting your ass off on 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 just you was going yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't. Yeah, yeah, don't. Do something like this, something, <laughs> something like 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 uh, like hit 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 it. I'm the jibber. Those yeah. drums hit your soul. <laughs> Those drums hit your mm. soul. Mm. Drums, yeah, they was rocking. And then you know that's how I learned how to kind of put like undertones under the drums. You know what I'm saying? With like mm. other shit to just bring the beat out more. Incredible. All right, Pete. So listen, you guys are doing, you're doing you, you're doing you, you're, you what why didn't you bring in a lot of other producers on your own projects? Because you just had it and before you know it, you were done? Mm. You know what? That's a good question. I never even thought about that. I used to love other people's beats too. Like, damn, I wish I had that beat. And I'll just try to make something, you know. I was, I'm competitive, so I, when I hear something, I want to make something a little bit iller. Mm -hmm. And so, and um, you know, to me, that's just basically how I used to roll. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Let's just roll. That was just part of hip hop and the procedures I took. I got you. you I got saying? you. Mm -hmm. I got you. So listen, 90 what? Um, three rolls around, and then you get a call to do one of the bangingest records and with one of the biggest groups of all time, Run DMC. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And, and of course you, 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 you killed it again and you rhymed and you rhymed on it. I was like, a lot, a lot more rappers was alive around, around that time. Bife, mm. Eze, um, they was in the video. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Criss Cross, homie from Criss Cross. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How'd you get the call? Um, Def Jam after doing Shut Him Down. You know what I'm saying? Okay. After doing Shut Him Down, running them called me. Jay. Okay. Jay was okay. like, Jay came to the crib. Jay, damn Master Jay came to my house, to my mother's house, mm. rang the bell and said, yo, come on, let's go do this. And because the basement was next door at my, at my homie's crib, because I did a party over there. You know, long story short, I did a party over there and just left my stuff over there. And next thing you know, I'm over there with all my equipment and I'm making beats over there. So when Jay came over, he, I went over to the basement and we started working on Down With The King, bro. And he was telling me like, yo, do, do this drum pattern. And I did it, you know, and then, and then he started messing with it. He started messing with it, with the beat, stopping it, record again. And I was just like, yo, erase what I did. Now you do the beat. And so I hit the metronome going, Tick. And he's making the beat pattern. And then I said, all right, let me do the rest. And that was it. That's how we made it, right? That's how we made the beat. And so um, once we made the beat, we got in the studio and did the joint. Um, 
and played it for Russell. And he was a little iffy about it at first. They all was. Yeah, believe it or not. Yep. And and Jay was like, yo, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. We, 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 we doing this. And, um, and then the next thing you know, I'm mixing the song. Comes out. Goes number one with a bullet on Billboard magazine. It's crazy to show you that record execs don't know shit. Unbelievable, bro. I couldn't Damn. believe it. I was like, wow. Really? Hey, a, a deaf man could hear that record is going to be a smash, bro. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That shit was amazing. And this, I'm talking about these are my idols. Like, I used right. to buy their record. Every single thing they did. 12 inches. When the albums dropped, I was in the record store, fam. And that's sucker, that, that's sucker MCs drop. I lost my mind. I didn't know what I was hearing. I, I was like, yo, that record, that record with them dudes rhyming on it. I gotta find that shit. It's too funky. I gotta. And it was just a drum beat. It was just what? a drum beat with claps. Wasn't it, wasn't it one of the simplest beats of all time? It's not even best? a hi hat in it. It's not even a hi hat in it. Go ahead. You talking from a producer's Come on, perspective. My dude. Come on, my dude. <laughs> what the fuck was the that? The roots. The roots. Cool hurt, man. Come on, man. Right. Big up, man. Big up to that man, yo. You already know I gotta I gotta holler at the homie, like yo. Cause that yeah. changed that 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 that's that song did it, it for all of us. Yes. It, yes. It, it it opened us, it turned us on like you guys were in the video too. Yeah, you guys were in it too. Yeah, well, yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah, and, I mean and, for, and Eric Sermon and Red Man. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was that was their comeback. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like yeah, this, it was their comeback. It was yeah. their comeback album because yeah. the, the the previous album didn't do so well. Right. And so he got with me. He got mm. with Q-Tip. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if Large Pro did something, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you was in the zone too, Pete. Run DMC, bro. That's 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 a big deal, man. You know, shout out to DMC. Run, rest in peace, Jam J, bro. He mm. he worked very closely with me side to side and mm. made sure that this record happened. Mm. It was really sad. I, when You know, when he died, it was just like, damn, man. Blow, blow after blow after blow. You I know, know the fucking game, right? Yeah, shit is crazy, man. Wow. So you do, so you doing Run DMC, right? You got the lead, the lead track, basically, right? Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that now, here comes Nas with The World Is Yours. Talk to yeah. me. How? Oh, when? Man. That was 1994. Pro yes. came to me. He's like, yo, I got this dude, fam. No, you got to hear him. And so when he played, uh, played something for me, it wasn't nothing that was done already. It was some just him rhyming over something. Mm -hmm. And then, then he then went back to the grill was made. I heard that and heard that rhyme okay. and then brought back to the barbecue. And then Paul was like, yo, I'm putting together this album, man. I'm gonna need you for this. And he introduced me to Nas and then had Nas come to Mount Vernon. Mm -hmm. and, and once he got up there, we got in the basement and I played a couple of beats and I already had that beat made. You know what I'm saying? I didn't make it in front of him or none of that. I had it made, I had disc. I had a lot of disc, I had beats. And so I was playing a disc and found that one. And and when I, I was going to stop it and play a next beat, he was like, no, 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 chill, chill, chill. You know, when people 
hear something they like. I'm, you know? I'm one of them. I'm yeah. one of them. He was I'm like, nah. He was like, let that rock. And so he's bopping his head and he's, yeah, everything's working. And he, then he comes up with the hook. He got this book of rhymes. Like the whole book was full, back page, front page, full of words. And okay. He, op he opened it and, you know, he was like, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, then he asked me, I want you to sing this part on it. You was like, what? Who are you talking to? You <laughs> was looking around like, who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, but, you know, I, you know, it's, it's something about my voice, I guess. I'm, but I ain't no singer. I'm, right. I rap and I talk a little bit, do ad right. and shit like that. But, I don't, right. but I, it worked out, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I did it. You know what I'm saying? He literally, Nas was like, yo, I want you to sing Who's Well Is It? Yeah, he wanted me to Word. do it. Word. Yep. Why, why, why the hell he didn't do it? I have no idea. It's not know. like you were walking around the studio singing, right? I think it's, you know what it is? Like, it's a certain aura that we carry with ourselves in the Black community. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. It's like something, it's just when, when you want it raw, or you have your idea, you know, and, and, and it's set in your head how you hearing it and how mm -hmm. this is how I would like to hear it, mm -hmm. then it, then that's how it, it's done and how it comes out, you know. It came out amazing. It's an amazing mm -hmm. song. Amazing song. Hey, is that you think is that the biggest record that you've done, you know, accomplishment wise? Is that your biggest? Because that's a huge record, bro. Mm. My biggest, one of the biggest, I think. What was bigger than that? Um, what's bigger? Maybe what's more sentimental is probably Troy. Okay, okay. Uh, you talking okay. about music-wise, big, big, bigger. Musically, I believe Troy is bigger, but but world is yours is more like it's so much. It's Scarface. It's you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On some hip hop shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a huge record. I mean, yeah, not, not, Troy's a huge record, you know, but, you know, it's Nas, it was, you know, you know, you know the whole song. I'm like, wow, I wonder if he feels like that is, Troy to you is your signature record? Is that your signature yeah, record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. that's your that signature record. That horn is unmistakable. You, you'll never forget that horn, ever. Mm, 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 mm. And then Pete, you start doing like, um. I've, unfortunately, the, the breakup happens with CL Smooth and you, and then you now start working with, which I thought was crazy, you start working on your own stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're able to work with a lot of different artists. Mm -hmm. uh, that must have been an interesting time for you, no? Well, I got signed to Loud Records, so okay. Loud had a lot of dope artists on the label. Mm -hmm. and so that was like, once I got in, it was like family, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, when I make beats, I put my best foot forward. At least, you know, I, and and you had Wu, you had Mob, you had Cellar Dwellers, you had Davina. Um, who else? There was so many dope people on that label. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. and you know the connections that Steve Rifkin had in sure, the game for sure, you know, and how everyone kind of just you know, big pun, big pun 
You know what I'm saying? Big pun. I used to go to his crib, you know, in mm-hmm. the Bronx. Because you worked with Pun on one yeah. of your joints. Pun is on yeah. one of those joints, yeah. you know. Yeah. Is it yeah, is it is he on the Survivor album? Yes. He's on the Survivor album. Yes, that sir. album is that album. If you haven't heard that album and you're rhyming on the album, you have other mm-hmm. people rhyming on the album. If nobody that, that album, I'm self-conscious about with, with the rhymes because I know I couldn't really? do better. Really me, personally, my own personal opinion, I felt mm-hmm. like I could have did a way better job. But some, maybe certain things came out okay. But I, you know, I, I, I'm being my own worst, you know, as we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have, you know what it is. You know, when yeah. you do something, you're like, oh, something creeps you out. Yeah. I thought the album was dope, though. I don't thank care you, what nobody said. I don't no, care no, what nobody you. said. It was, it. yeah, it's one of, you know, I, you know what I call you? I call you DJ Khaled before DJ Khaled because that's essentially what Khaled is doing. And what's funny, what's funny is I met Khaled back in the 90s back then. He was just a DJ back then. Okay. He he humbly came up to me, asked for a pic and an autograph. Mm. You know, I I was cool with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yo, come on, bro. Say the play. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember seeing a situation that kind of bit someone in the ass for not being nice to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Countless stories of people doing shit like that, killing themselves. Yeah, they start feeling yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't ever do that because you don't know who the person today is going to turn into tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, so that, that's the whole learning experience. So, But for those who don't know, The Survivor, you got mad rappers on there. I mean, mm-hmm. Pun is on there. Let me see. You got, Ray, you got Raekwon on that album. You got Inspector Deck, Corrupt, Meth, OC, Peter Guns, Large P, Kuji Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Every, like that was that was just like everybody just wanting to be on Pete Rock beat. A Pete Rock saying? beat. Like, yep, right. Always wanted. I used to get stories when I got signed and met Wu and them. They they sat me down, bro, and start telling me stories about what Reminisce did for them and you know, me and CL and straighten it out. And they really love straighten it out. Yeah. We all love straighten it out. I don't think there's a human being that don't love straighten it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that was that was like the marriage there with loud, and then all the rappers. Just, just it was crazy. It was because it was that was fun being on that label. It was that was fun. You know what I'm saying? Let me jump into real quick with you, Pete. The whole um, you've worked with Kanye. Mm-hmm. And you were on um, the album. Is it uh, the Twisted Fantasy? Dark his, Twisted his, Fantasy. His name is his, his name is Ye now. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not Kanye anymore. It's really? Oh, he's doing yeah. a he's doing a puff on us. Yes. Well, puff I mean, went... it is it is. I love I love Ye. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, I know he's. I know people have their opinions on him, but yeah. musically, yeah, he's intelligent. I've, you know, I've had conversations with him, intelligent ones, and I like I, him. I heard he say he was. He, he said he's the new you in a rhyme one time. He said yeah, he's he the did. new Pete Rock in the slum in the slum village record. He did. I ain't take no offense to it, but I'm just like, damn, I'm still alive. <laughs> you know, I ain't I ain't fell off nowhere in the slum oh, somewhere. Oh, like shit. rotting, right? I'm, I'm right. Still making beats, hot right, shit. Right, right. You know how it is in hip hop. A lot of us don't know how to communicate, even nah, though we're rappers. You know, but but the egos jump out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? With him a lot, but you know, I had a little bit of an ego, but it was with my hands. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. Okay. And then you do, um, you do, um, you do Runaway, which is the second single, right? Of he sampled, he, he sampled my drums. He sampled okay. the drum pattern that I made sample in this drum break I chopped up and I used it on Mech and the Soul Brothers as an interlude and he okay. took that and used it for Runaway. He, so you're just chilling out the blue and then Kanye or his people get at you and like, yo, Kanye want to rock with you? Yeah. Mm. He just reached out. He just reached out. And then mm. I went to Hawaii and hung out for a whole week. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and, and Hawaii, it was fun. I, was, mm. I met I met Kid Cudi and Rick Ross, um, uh, uh, John Legend and his wife mm. and um, his cousin Ricky. <laughs> mm. We got in his brand new Porsche, sticker still on the window, didn't even drive it yet. Asked to go, you know, if you, if you wanna go for a ride. We get in, he starts the car, we get to the highway, it's on zero. In a matter of three seconds, mm -hmm. this thing went to 65, 70. Mm -hmm. And you know, when, them, when you see, when you watching TV and you see one of them and you see somebody do this when they, pull off in the car they, that, <laughs> that's what happened that's what happened <laughs> whoa that's what happened. shit whoa. was crazy yeah crazy. and we got pulled over by the police and, and he I'm, let us go the cop let us go because you, you was like yo i'm just trying out my new car it's a brand new car stick is still there you, you know cop was like all right just chill man slow down man. wow real story right there wow yeah. Two two hip hop legends in the car in Hawaii. It was it was, it was me, Kanye, Kid Cudi, and Ricky in the car. What kind of Porsche she had? The new one. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, doing it, huh? I can't even explain that car. Wow. And it had Almost, room for all of us in there. Was it? Is it cool working with Kanye in the studio? Like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it, it's, it's, he's a student. Dope. You know, I ate breakfast every morning uh -huh. down in his kitchen they have he has the buffet and cooks and stuff and when you go down in the kitchen you see just this big table full of food and mm. it's like mm. a buffet like you in a hotel mm. downstairs mm. wake up in the morning you go mm. to eat breakfast mm. is you know, he picking like is, is he picking your brain though you know yeah in the studio yeah he's picking your he's brain he's telling right? me like about the interludes he they, he learned a lot from sampling the interludes used to rap to him and stuff like that mm -hmm. and we talked about a lot of hip-hop a lot of stuff a lot of stuff i did stuff he's doing stuff we want to do mm -hmm. you know and then p at one time after that then you started doing what i thought was cool because i've rhymed over some of the beach myself your peach mentals your peach mentals yeah. i started that i thought mm -hmm. you know i said hey you know what man there's a lot of leftover beats here mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? let me let me do something with them you know what I'm saying? And that's that's basically how that happened. You just just start throwing shit together and putting it out. Just, just putting beats out there. That I, I, I feel like nobody would normally rap to. Just some shit that they would listen to or vibe out to. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know, I know, I know like um, on, on you, because you just said, you know, the R&B thing was kind of, you know, you could take it or leave it basically, but. I, it, worked, so it, it worked, it worked, it worked. I can't front on it. It worked. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, and then after a while, I didn't care. I, I didn't, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? It, it was cool. It was just now it's like, it's a, it's a dope way to do it. And that's, okay. I found, I, I found a, I found a way. 
Yeah, I think I think when I listen to your albums, um, you know, because you have a joint you did with um, what's her name? Um, Le- uh, Leela Leela James. That's yeah. my homegirl. Yeah, shout for, out for, to Leela James. She dope. Yeah, she exactly. Sang. She can sing, sing like sang, like S A N D. Right. Right. Yeah. So so when I heard that joint, I'm like, OK, so Pete, he definitely you're not just a hip hop dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, you a musical dude. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yep. do you play? Do you play anything? Or nope. but I know chords and I know what I want and I can tell a player, hey, play this in this key. OK, I can okay. do that. OK, OK. But and I then- don't know how to play a keyboard. Okay. And then you come out with New York's finest after after your um your one of your Pete instrumentals, right? You dropped New York because you were going back and forth. You're doing instrumental albums, then you're doing compilation albums, basically. Yeah, compilations. Yeah. Compilations. Yeah. I always wanted, you know, it was the talk thrown thrown around. So I was like, you know what? I, if I'm gonna do one, let's do a dope one. You know what I'm saying? Like let's mm-hmm. just just use everybody and just have them rapping over Pete shit. Which is smart. Which is which is smart. Which is smart. And because on New York's finest, you got you you leveled up because you you got Jimmy on there. You got mm-hmm. Styles P, She, mm-hmm. Luge, mm-hmm. you know Red, um, mm-hmm. uh, Raekwon, Master Killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah I love those, those albums. Those, 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 that album was real. <clears throat> it was different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a different take. You know, on just street. It was basically street. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to it, I had Rel on there. I had Laws of the Underground on there. A couple other, you know, people. My man Duop, and yeah, all the people you mentioned, Max B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Max you, 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 you've done. Um, I think it's um, how many um, instrumentals? You have two. One, two, three, four. I'm on the fourth one now. No, oh. you're not on the fourth one. Yeah, Pete, fourth one. Pete, yo, yo, Pete, there's so much information on you mm-hmm. out there. Peace Metal yeah. 3 was done with the band that I have, Pete Rock and the Soul you Brothers. You have the Pete Rock and the Soul Brothers, and your your bass dude is? Is Mono Neon. Which is? We played on Peace Metal 3, and we've done, like, shows, and, like, you know, he's dope. Like, he's... Mm-hmm somewhere else with that guitar mm-hmm. and you know people don't know that's james brown's people's prince prince's people's yes. correct yeah yes. how, how'd that happen you're, you're pete rock and he just knows who a want. friend through daryl jones the, my drummer he actually hooked us up and um he knew him and brought him in you know what i'm saying i was like hell yeah bring him in and he was the, he's the type of Dude, like, cause I like, I hum, I play bass too, but not the guitar. I okay. play bass in my head and on the key, on the drum machine. This guy but, in his head. <laughs> and so I, I'm, I'm, I steadily, as a producer, these are things that we do. We humming all the time in, in our head. So I'm a guy that hums bass lines a lot in my head. And so when I interpret that to mono, mm. it has no problem. Mm. And I'm like, yo, I, he just did what I said. Mm. This is crazy. He's ill, man. He's ill, man. Mm. Mm. You guys. He, he, he catches on like really quick and fast. Mm. It's one of the things I enjoy working with him. Mm. You know. Are you guys, do you guys move around and do shows? We, we uh-huh. haven't been, we haven't been lately. We haven't been lately, but um, 
hopefully, but if everything changes and opens up, COVID, right? Yes, we could we could move around and do and you know make people happy. Yeah, I think I think you could do a whole set with special guests like myself. You know, DOS Effects. We come out, we do. You know, I see a whole crazy set for you. You know, you could, which you already know because you've worked with so many people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, it, it, I'm still passionate about this shit. <laughs> I still love it regardless of what's going on. You know what I mean? Like musically, I love this shit. Mm -hmm. You can't stop nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What was yeah. your relationship with Jay Dilla? How do you feel about you? Know, that was I know my you. man. Yeah, right. That's my, that was my little man. That was my mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. And when we met, he showed me beyond respect. You know, I stayed with him for like a week in his house. And mm -hmm. His mom's was cooking for me and everything. Mm -hmm. And they told me, he was like, yo, man, you can sample, you could fuck with all of my records. Mm -hmm. Make beats right here. That's why mm -hmm. he showed me the, the SP and where he do it, the MP. Mm -hmm. Where he be sampling all his ill, making his beats and stuff, and then we mm -hmm. ended up doing "Once Upon a Time" for mm -hmm. Slum Village. We did one different version first, then we did another version, and then you know, um, uh, and then Jay Dillard remixed it. So, but the his remix sounds same to my normal version, the original version, the second version. Not the first version, mm -hmm. the second one. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and that's how that happened. And then threw it on the album. I, I rapped on it, did scratches. Jay Dillow was a bad man right there. What? Yeah, yeah right. What? Well, yeah. I used to look at him like, damn, where you come from, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, where you come from? What's one of the most favorite joints of yours that he did? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Wow. You know, Jake Dillard's that dude. Man. Wow. Everything yeah. he did. He just re-energized me in a way. Did he? Did he? Yeah. Wow. Music yeah. Is that. You know, music is powerful, bro. It's really powerful, man. Mm -hmm. You could, you could, you know, if you want to get deep, you know, a lot of the musicians that were political fighting for freedom and for a lot of what we're doing right now and able to do it because of them, you know, they took a chance, bro. You know, that's funny you say that too, because I'm just going back to some of the, um, the Pete Rock CL smooth records. Um, you, uh, CL was talking some stuff. He wasn't mm -hmm. really, he wasn't really talking bang, bang, shoot him up, selling drugs. He was more talking like, um, you know, like ghettos of the mind and shit like that. You know, he was what happens. He was talking right. about experiences and what, happens yeah yeah in in tight situations if you're a street nigga if you you know you witness some shit or you just got caught up in something out of nowhere you know we you these things we saw you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah Growing up, for, so. for, for me i call that real hip-hop you know because i i call it i think that's like he's he's reporting on what he sees you know what i'm saying like for me the message was one of those records like this is real hip hop. They're talking yes. about, you know what I'm yes. saying? That was the start of it, of it. That was the start of it right there. When you speaking from the, you talking your hood shit and you speaking shit that you seen growing up in the hood, the message was the record the, that started that type of shit. 
Yeah, yeah. And another record was Anger in the Nation that you guys Anger in the did. Nation. Anger in the Nation. That's where we, we all that blueprint comes from Flash, Flash Jump. Mm, mm, yeah, it's well, funny also, that you mentioned that because that we we use that song lyrically as a blueprint yeah I, i'm definitely if if and when i ever get back in the studio i gotta put that on the wall and say let me emulate that because to me that is real hip-hop yeah you know my battery's gone though all right so let me just let me wrap it up real quick with you um no hey, i'm just letting you know we could talk until it ends okay Okay. What you got going on now, Pete? Talk to me. Before you even Everything. do that, before you even do that, um, you guys have been compared to like Gangstar in terms of the same kind of setup. You know, you got the MC out front, the DJ in the back, the DJ is real known. How, how's your relationship with Preem? Oh, it's cool. That's One of brother. those. Yeah, my right. Brother, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Every, everybody's chill. You know, it, you know, we do what we do for hip hop, mm, for the yeah. culture, bro. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? We love what yeah. we do, and, you know. Rest in peace to Guru, man. Mm -hmm. That was my man too. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, we hung out a few times, you know. Yeah, us too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 But what were you were saying? You got everything going on. I know you got an artist. You got mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Talk to me. Now. Well, Talk I have a me. few. I, got, I have a few artists, but I got one that's that I'm pushing out right now. His name is uh, Peace Beloved Amir. His his real name is Amir, but mm -hmm. he goes by Peace Beloved. Okay. And, and you see him on Instagram. He's A-M-X-X-R. And we got a mixtape out called 21 Grams. We did an album called Dope Boy Soul, which we we well, we finished. It's done. Artwork, everything. And um, working on this to, to close a deal. And then, boom, that's coming out next year. You know what I'm saying? And then Pete's Fermentals 4 will be out like November. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was up to three. I was like, I know you got three or yeah, at least I posted, two, yeah. I posted a piece of metals for like a teaser okay, okay. but you know it's so much so much shit on my page you, you gotta fucking <laughs> dive deep and search for that shit yo the, the people would kill me the people would kill me especially my wife she killed me and said you didn't talk to pete about mary and the reminisce remix which is oh. crazy oh which was one of you the know craziest what? i didn't do i didn't do the remix that was just you know that's something that i think mary just wrote it wrote that song and said let's use let's remix it and use prcl grab cl put them on it you know what i'm saying i was smart you know what i'm saying and i, I was you know i i love it yeah, you know it was all. It's all. I, this is when I started to realize how the R&B people was getting down. You know what I'm mm. saying? And so we was like, "Oh, okay, this is this this is appropriate." Mm. And they mm. they used the horn. <laughs> Pete, you can sing. Pete, you That's can sing. That's Pete, you can shit. sing. You can sing. No, Pete, I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't. I am. Pete could sing with that, you know, the auto tunes. Yeah, you could put it out. <laughs> Pete, you should do R&B, man. You should do, you should explore, bro. You should do pop. You should I, do all that I shit. I like man. playing around in the studio. So if something fits, I'll, 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 you know, yeah. And of course we come from Jamaican lineage. No Jamaican records you trying to that's jump all, into? That's the singers. That's who we love. Dennis Brown, bro. Come mm -hmm. on, man. Hands down, mm -hmm. bro. Barrington, Barrington. Forget about it. You You've never done like a, a real like Jamaican record or reggae record. No, mm. I did one with Chip Fool on on um, 
and Renee Novell on on my New York's finest album. I did a reggae joint. You got homework, bro. You I need you to get with like Super Cat Barrington Levy and one of them. Yes. You understand? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Boozhu. You and Boozhu? Come on, Pete. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. I'm working, man. I'm working on it. I'm working on all that stuff to get with these guys, man. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna put it out there in the universe because I know there's a lot more work for you to be done, Pete. And Thank I just you. wanna say, yo, I appreciate you getting with me on the producers podcast. You no know, problem. I, I just I started this because for me as a rapper, I always hear the beats and I'm like, who the hell did that beat? And mm. and then I go ch- and then and then I go chase the producer down. You know well, you got a lot of dope producers out here now. So correct. Correct. Yeah. And I plan on talking to all of them. You know what I'm yes, saying? And, 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 and not even just hip hop. You know, we're yeah. talking R&B. We're talking pop. We're talking because music is music. And I just don't think a lot of producers get the light. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. You know, you know, people yeah. know Pete Rock. People know Pete Rock. But I'm talking, yes. about, you know, I just did Easy LP. You know, well, hard work pays off. Correct. Correct. I correct. worked very hard. Correct. But it's also a choice, too. It's like some of these guys, some of you producers don't want the limelight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some of you nah. guys rather, you know. So it's that, just a that way. Was me. That was always me. Oh, OK, really? I mean, I, I rapped. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I got the bug. You know, I caught yeah. a bug. Yeah. But, you know, I, but before that, when you was asking me questions like, yo, what made you rap? And why didn't you rap more? Is because I was always the background music guy. I always respected that. And for Pete's sake, are you kidding me? That's one of Ooh, my joys. For the rugged one, bust the way I flip it. I collect Go. the loop, then I knock the boots. Smooth dark rubber, preferred to be called a chocolate lover. I could do wonders undercover. I'm dip, dip, dope. I bind like Rizzo. I cleanse like soap because it's the break, because it's the great black hope. Stay and away from the P now. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I can do the uh-huh. whole verse. I can do uh-huh. the whole verse. On that note, we're going to close the show out. One of the best producers of all time, Mr. Pete to the riggedy rock. Hey, yo, Pete, Thank thanks you. for joining the show, man. Crazy. I, love I, you, bro. I love you too, my Jamaican brother. Yes, sir. Respect. The Producers Podcast. Another yes, sir. one in the can. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of the Producers Podcast, produced by my guys Raj and Vic at the Creative Content Agency. I couldn't do it without a big shout out to them. If you like what you heard today, please share with everybody that likes to hear about these kind of stories behind the beats with these amazing producers. Also, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rate and review. Also, for the crew over at Spotify, you know what I mean? Please do what you do over there. Listen, Follow me at my social site, you know what I mean? At Crazy Drazy. That's K-R-A-Z-Y-D-R-A-Y-Z. Leave me some messages. Leave me some questions. Leave me some ideas. You know, I'm going to holler back at you because that's just what we do at the Producers Podcast. Hey, yo, once again, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Peace.